Hi, good morning, everyone, or afternoon, whenever you might be joining us. And welcome to another Tea and Contemplation Friday. So let's go ahead and take a moment to just gather anything that we might need, what we're feeling for today's practice, and inviting into that space awareness for what you need on this particular day, at this particular time. So really consciously tapping into how are you feeling right now, would actually be really helpful for you right now rather than the habitual gathering up of the usual things that you usually like to have around even things like if you need a blanket today if you need a sweater if you want some fuzzy socks on now that it's late november would you like some way to feel the floor beneath your feet while they're also in nice fuzzy socks what kind of tea would you like to have today sort of mug would you like to hold and work with it's inviting into that space whatever intentionality feels right today that helps you to really feel into this particular moment not the moment that you've had before or what you'd like to have later but this one and whenever you are ready and as you're starting to get into your space and settle we can start our hot water heating and we can find our way to our cushion or a chair, wherever we're sitting today. And first, just pausing to allow ourselves a moment to just get settled in that space and to just listen to our hot water as it's heating. Noticing how the water in the kettle changes its depth, changes its pitch and rumble as it's heating. And consider for yourself if that sound now has become something that you associate with a particular way of being, a particular feeling, an action. Can just the sound itself be something that reminds you of your place and your practice? Inviting anything to help settle and to welcome a little bit of stillness this morning. So intentionally, for a moment, relaxing the hands in the lap. Considering if you would like the palms facing up or facing down, maybe try both. Just see which feels more stabilizing in this moment. Which feels a little bit more natural. Inviting the eyes to soften whatever they're looking at or to close if that feels like that's focusing and helpful for you today. But either open or close, keeping the eyes steady and soft as they rest. 
and checking in with your breathing this morning. With just how you're feeling in this moment. Without trying to change it or direct it or analyze it, but just noticing how are you feeling? What would you like to feel like on the other side of our hour together? And pause to consider what brings you here today. like the invitation to set an intention when we step onto our yoga mat. What is your intention coming here today? Where would you like to go? And seeing if that intention can be something that resonates in the breath, that you can breathe it in and breathe it out. Breathing in, I invite my intention into this space and this moment. Breathing out. I feel this space in this moment with my intention. I'm doing that for a few in and out breath cycles. Breathing in the invitation Exhaling it out to fill the space. Very nice. And then now let's mindfully and gently transition to making our tea, our awareness of our tea that we're going to have today. And as always, beginning with a consideration for the tea that we are inviting into our space. So taking our tea that we have chosen for ourselves with two hands and just pausing to say good morning and to say thank you to our tea to acknowledge the role that this little small part of our practice plays into our day. The intentionality of sitting to enjoy tea. This particular tea that you've chosen today, taking it between the fingertips, 
petting it, noticing its different sensation and texture and coloring. Pausing to remind yourself that this was grown by the earth. It was brought here by human hands. And so we pause to consider our tea. We invite in that remembrance that everything that we want to invite into this practice, into this space is sacred and can be sacred if we hold it with this intention. And then serving yourself some tea. So a nice generous pinch of leaf into your bowl or your mug, however much you feel you need today. And then taking your bowl or your mug and also holding it with two hands. Thinking on for a moment why you chose this particular cup. Does it mean something to you? Does it feel a certain way? Is the color or the shape something that just feels nice for this time of year? Or is this the cup that perhaps calls you to practice every single time? The familiarity and its constant presence feels comforting. bringing our bowl to our nose and allowing the breath of the nostrils in and out over the tea to gently warm the leaves and see what they offer today. See what you notice about their fragrance, their depth, how the air inside the cup changes as we breathe our tea. How it feels to, in a way, hold the breath itself between two hands. No rush whenever you're ready. Just setting the cup down once you feel that you've made, made connection to the breath in the bowl, the breath with the tea. And pausing to now notice what is the breath like in just the room around you? What do you smell? What do you notice? 
What is the sensation like to not hold the breath between two hands? To just appreciate the free flowing air around you. And if your water is ready, we can mindfully and slowly make a movement to get our water. And if we need to move in our space or go to another room to get our water, we invite that to be part of our practice too. Aware of every footstep that we take, moving as smoothly and gently in our space as we can. And once you have your water, pausing to notice the weight of this water that you hold between two hands. The heaviness of the kettle. How it sits very sturdy, heavy and grounded. The water giving all of its weight no hesitation. And seeing if that could be an invitation too for you to also give as much weight as you can to the cushion, the chair that supports you. Feeling like roots growing from the spine all the way into the earth. And from this point of being very connected with our water, we can slowly add water over our tea. Enjoying the slow filling up of our cup and the showering of the stream of water over the leaves sound the water makes going slow and gently moving to set the water down setting it down with intention and awareness. And then turning our awareness to what's happening inside our cup today. And whether you have chosen a familiar tea to you, something that you like to work with a lot, or something that's new, something that just kind of jumped out at you this morning, just notice what the tea is doing in the bowl today. The shape, the formation it makes in the water. Like little islands or a little continent floating on the surface. Expanding together, weaving together.
and the pattern that the steam makes in the air around the bowl. And just consider how it feels to watch something very simple, very seemingly every day, just unfold slowly in front of your eyes. And with every breath and every moment, something changes inside there. And the same is true for us, moment to moment, something changes inside. There's an invitation to that things can always move forward. They're not always as they are now. Just pause to notice how that consideration sits for you. How do you feel like being the tea? Changing all the time. If the temperature of the bowl seems okay, we can carefully lift our tea to our nose and here again, breathing the tea, noticing how the breath changes now, interacting with this warm and generous tea. And just noticing what does the body want to do while it's smelling the tea, while it's being bathed in its presence, how does the body react? Notice that reaction and notice if you feel something similar to that at any other moment during your day, during any routine that you might have. Is there anything else that brings your awareness to a sense of what the body wants? And how it reacts? Other, other ways that you might be able to connect with that is taking slow and mindful breaths.
Then lowering the bowl for a moment. And then noticing the difference of the air around you once again. How does the breath move in the space around you? How is your intention, your wish for being here, being exhaled into the space around you? Filling your whole room with your presence. Breathing in what the tea gives you, exhaling that into the air around you. And if there's a little space that has opened up in the tea, as we look down and see even more how our leaves have changed. A little place where we can take a sip from the bowl, go ahead and do so. And taking your first sip or two of tea. Noticing the feeling of the tea in the mouth this morning. Perhaps inviting a gently expanded inhale as we sip the first tea. Pausing to just really notice how it feels. And once we swallow the tea, a slow exhale as we follow it all the way down. Do this just a few times on your own pace. Just whenever you feel called to take the next sip, being aware of the in-breath as you take in some tea. The gentle pause as we swallow. And then what that exhale feels like as we watch the tea going all the way down. Inhaling, I invite in my intention. I drink in my intention. Exhaling, I am nourished by my intention. I breathe out my intention into the space around me.
Notice perhaps as you drink the tea and get closer to the leaves in the water, that this intention and this feeling might feel a little bit louder, more palpable. It's a heavier and deeper presence. The connecting to the self through our tea might feel perhaps maybe confident is the word as we really start to feel and notice as the tea changes and the breath deepens. Now, those of you who have been practicing with us for a while, practicing drinking your tea and taking time to consider and go slow. Consider for a moment when you first realized, hey, this works for me. And if you have any other practice that you've had that moment, something in your yoga, a routine that you have, places you like to walk, meals you like to prepare, your journaling time. Consider when you realized this works for me. Where do you feel that in your body that it works for you? What do you notice? What are those physical cues or emotional cues that you notice when your intention for what you want is really in this moment and that this works for you? As we transition to some discussion and contemplation around these small practices that really work for us and how we recognize that relationship, that transition of wondering if this is enough, if this counts as a practice even to really feeling within that something is taking care of us and supporting us. And just remembering what brought you here today, what keeps you on the path. And as you're drinking your tea, I invite you to just to ease into however much you need today. Welcome to add more lee or more water to your leaves. Replenish your bowl. Notice what it's like for a second steep. 
Or you could set the bowl down and say, this is enough for today. That is completely your call. This is part of how we know this practice works, this discernment that we're able to create for ourselves, for what we need any given day and moment with our practice. Thank you so much, Suze, for that beautiful guided tea practice. And great to be here with you all today. Does this count is the subtitle of today's session. And we're looking at, it's a bit of a build on what we looked at last week where we consider that in a time um, when things are tumultuous, uh, unstable, uncertain, you know, life, uh, that the practice, your practice, my practice, needs to be sipped regularly, habitually. And that to practice cannot be a function of having uh, an extended amount of time or ideal conditions really in any way. But instead, conceiving of practice as this kind of 
uh, really dynamic, infinitely flexible way of holding space for your connection. However you might define that, you know, and I think as we look today at what it might mean to elevate the habitual aspects of our everyday life into the space of practice, we we have to look at defining what practice really is for, for us, right? And it might be a little different for each of us. So if practice is not, if practice is not defined by the external form of it, right? If it's not about, if practice doesn't mean downward dog or practice doesn't mean a mantra or practice doesn't mean 30 minutes of silence, like, however you might think about practice, practice doesn't happen only in the church or the temple um, or even the nice part of your apartment, right? Like that this thing really needs to not be defined by those external forms, then what really is practice? And it's a good question. What does it mean when someone who is um, a very accomplished practitioner talks about everything being part of practice? What does that really mean? Maybe we can start by asking, what are the effects of practice upon us? So I just invite you to take a moment to sit with that. What are the intended effects of your practice? Maybe you want to jot a few notes. Why are you attracted to practicing? What are some of the things that practice does for you or enables you to do? One of the reasons, one of several reasons, uh, not reasons, I suppose one of the effects I look for, one of the effects I look for when I practice is a feeling of being just more established in my body, more comfort here. And so if I look for that, if I treat that effect as in part defining what practice is, then my practice does not require, you know, 90 minutes of vinyasa. In my body these days, especially let's say first thing in the morning, right? It's going to take about 15 to 20 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes. I would say for me to feel like comfortable in my body.
one of my primary motivations for practicing is to expand my awareness and to remember just how special it is to be here. <laughs> like a reanimation of the specialness of this place. To, to re-engage with the mystery and the awe of, of life. And so how can something that is habitual and maybe even better, how can something that I have to do, right? That the circumstances of my life require me to do, how can that be framed as a practice of bringing me into relationship with life in the way that I've, you know, I've just defined as my ideal state of being, right? How can I use something that might be part of my job or my routine, um, something that might be mundane or even something that might be stressful? How can I harness that necessary action and create a vehicle for practice out of it? And this is where I think being a practitioner is the same as being an artist. That there is this element of creative expression. When I was studying with Richard Freeman, he likes to talk about the root meaning of the word vinyasa. If you practice yoga, you might be familiar with this term as a way of explaining the coordination of the movement of the breath and the movement of the physical body in certain yoga technique. It's referred to as vinyasa. But Richard explains that the root meaning of the term is to sacralize, to make, to, to make sacred. And specifically, the, the etymology of the word can be translated as to place in a special way. Vinyasa, to place in a special way. And so we can see that relationship to the body, of course. You could yoga posture and breath kind of creating this strategy, this special placement and movement that turns our habitual body thing into this place of sacred exploration. But he used the example of like, if you were going to have a special dinner, right, and you lay out a tablecloth and you've got candle or flowers and you're arranging things in a way that's, that elevates it, right? That, that, that process is also vinyasa. And so when we look at ourselves as kind of artists of our path, that we have the power to creatively express uh, conditions that sacralize whatever we're doing. 
that that's an innate power that is always at our fingertips. We can take what life is giving us, what life demands of us, and apply our creativity to harness that space and time as a practice for bringing us into center. My my prompt for you today is to consider the the part of your life that feels the furthest from your practice. And just do a little brainstorm. How might I adjust the levers internally? And perhaps there's just a whisper of external technique also, right? You can't really, the trick is like, you can't really tell people you're practicing, you know? This is just happening internally. What's a simple edit or revision of something that can bring you the nourishment of practice? Thank you so much for joining us this morning uh, or whenever you happen to be listening to this. <laughs> the uh, concept that I mentioned of vinyasa, you may be familiar with, but that word is spelled V-I-N-Y-A-S-A. And the teacher I mentioned who uh, speaks really beautifully about it is named Richard Freeman, F-R-E-E-M-A-N. And I would highly recommend an audio recording that he released called The Yoga Matrix, uh, which you can find uh, on the internet. And if you have any questions about anything that uh, I've said, you can reach me at adam at adamgrassi.com. It's G-R-O-S-S-I dot com. And you can reach me at suze at beingt.com. S-O-O-Z. Uh, yep, that's it. Just S-O-O-Z. <laughs> Being T.com. Uh, Adam and I are live in the studio every Friday morning, 
9 a.m. Central for Tea and Contemplation. So we would love to see you sometime for tea. Take good care of yourself.